we acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Wandjeri and Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation on whose land we record today. We pay our respects to elders past and present. We recognise the ongoing intergenerational trauma caused by colonisation. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. Aboriginal land. In the heat of Welcome everyone to Loud, Angry and Not Sorry, where we discuss politics and current events through a feminist lens. My name's Leah and with us we have Daniela. Hi, Daniela speaking. How are you everyone? I hope you're doing good this week too. <laughs> uh, oh, how you been? Oh, look, it's all right. All right. Another yes. week of lockdown. You know how yeah. it is. <laughs> Every week is the same, though. I don't yeah. think it's too much news yeah. there. there. There is some some good news this week, though. Uh, Tony Abbott, our ex prime minister, has just got a new job. Oh, Tony Abbott! I, I I know I know I know a little bit about him. He's an asshole. That's what I know. Yeah. Like, everyone is like Tony Abbott. Who is him? An asshole. Oh yeah, I know who is him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's just got the this brand spanking new job of uh, president of Britain's Board of Trade. Oh, that's that's amazing. What what he's going to bring? Uh, I, I'm not sure how or why he got this position. I'm assuming it's got something to do with the booming onion trade in the UK or <laughs> the something important to do. issues. Maybe they just need someone to like stand up to Putin. I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe know. they want to put him as a, a women minister in the future too. <laughs> yeah, he he did a great in Australia. So. He did a fantastic job as the um the minister for women. Yeah. Um, just to sort of really celebrate with Tony, like his his grand achievement. We've um we've made a little retrospective video that we popped on YouTube, just just celebrating his um the the many wonderful things that he said and did. As oh Prime Minister. Amazing words that inspire us every day to yeah. continue our feminism way. Feminist <laughs> way. <Yeah. laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it, guys. It's going to be full of fun and this episode too. So stay connected because we're going to speak a lot of interesting stuff actually. Yeah. Another really interesting thing that happened this week, and I use the word interesting with lightly. Um, we, we, in capitals. Yeah, we in had a letter. Yeah, we had Are You Okay Day this week. I don't know what is that. You have uh, to explain me everything. I, I, I don't have that one in mind. So you, you don't have Are You Okay Day in? No, no, not even a little bit. No. So how do you get by? Like, if you don't have one day a year where someone asks you if you're okay. <laughs> How? It's basically that. That's it's pretty much essentially. It's a it's a um. It was founded in two thousand and nine by Gavin Larkin, who is an advertiser, marketing human person thing, and it, it's it's focused at people who have emotional insecurities, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to, you know, lead into suicide prevention and um, an awareness of mental illness by essentially asking people super invasive, you know, pretty it's like weird. empty, empty words of like, are you okay? Because imagine that if you are suffering of, for example, depression or anxiety, like in my case, I suffer anxiety and I think being with a depression for a while. But I imagine that if someone sent me a letter that said, are you okay in the day that you know is for people with mental illness, it's not about have mental illness, but I will feel like, oh, because usually you keep it for yourself. Like mm. I'm in that way, I'm really private, you know, like you feel because society, I don't know how it's here, but at least in South America, mental illness is something that people don't really want to deal. And they see it as a weakness, as a weakness more mm. than an illness. It's like you are weak. So that's why you are like that. You're sad because you want pretty much you want to. You are not trying to get better. Mm. So, of course, it's difficult to speak to other people about that issues and feel comfortable about it. I don't know who is here. Yeah. But if I will get a letter that says, are you OK in a day that is for that? I will feel really like <gasps> really yeah. strange because who did it? Why you send me a letter? Oh, about I, I don't it? think like, anyone's sending anyone letters. It's, it's oh, just like, I don't know. Just, no, 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 you're totally fine. But it, like, they may as well, like, that's how ineffective it is. Like, you're supposed to, like, I'm just supposed to say to you, are you okay? And you just be like, <laughs> uh, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there, workplaces put posters up everywhere. You get little cupcakes that are like, are you okay? And you're like, no, you just gave me diabetes with this cupcake. Like, it's such an empty corporate compliance tick box. Compliant. Absolutely does nothing. 
completely empty. So I, I understand the, o sea, the <laughs> idea is not mad in the issue that people should be, be think about more about the other one and check your friends if they doing, if they are sad, it's okay to ask them, are you okay? Mm. How are you doing? How are you feeling? But it's not should be, be about a day. It should be, be like make awareness every day. Like mental issues is an issue and we should be support people with mental issues. But don't make it like a commercial day. That's ridiculous. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Next thing you know, we'll have like, like, are you okay day cards, like Mother's Day or Father's Day or something. It's, it's a, yeah. yeah I thought that you, you're having that one already. So I was so like, what? Yeah. <laughs> are you getting a card? With music? And working in a mental health hospital and having them promote Are You Okay Day and I'm just like, are you guys not seeing how this is a bit messed up? And like, we'll we'll get little cupcakes that'll have like Are You Okay Day on it and I'll, they'll give it to us <laughs> while we're at work. So and I'm like, weird. no, no, I'm, I'm not okay because you just spent all this money on cupcakes that you could have spent on an extra staff member. Is there benzos in this cupcake? Because that's the only way this is going to actually help me right now. Is this in with drugs because you know I'm quite stressed and your shitty um, policies around <laughs> how many people are allowed to work per shift and the skill mixes and the fact that you use students for labor are uh, like unpaid labor like that no I'm not okay and you're a big part of that so can I have more than a cupcake what about some system reforms I think it's, it's super weird the system here of mental health because when I, I for me it was really strange that I had to go to a GP for talk about my issues and then they sent me to a therapist. Mm. But it was really strange because I was like this the GPs usually that you have in Medicare, they are like, well, you have blah, blah, five minutes, bye. Mm. You know, like it's at least the ones that I see, you know, like the ones that you get with Medicare and they have for mm. free, they are like, other one, other one, other one, other <laughs> one, other one. They are five minutes, you know. I so you want go in my the... rebate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go in there and you have to tell them like you have anxiety and everything. And yes, yeah, some of them are really nice. But at the same time, like I'm used to that in, at least in Chile, who give you medicine for anxiety and everything is a psychiatric or mm. someone with a speciality, no a GP. Mm. I don't think that they are dumb or something. I just feel that someone that saw you five minutes and see from someone have a like a, a cut in their head or an allergy ah. in their hands, it's yeah. really weird to do it in five minutes. So there's there's a few sort of caveats to that. One thing is that you have to as a as a human, because you know you get the, the mental health care plan, you you get like government funded sessions, that kind of stuff. You get they want you to prove that you deserve that. So you have to actually prove to someone. You can't just go and see a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You have to prove that you're deserving of that, which is a hurdle, which they put there in pur on purpose. Another thing is that they want the GPs, because they are, like you said, they're general practitioners. They know a bit of this, a bit of this, a bit of this, a bit of this. And they're under an immense strain to actually see someone, you know, and they do have five minute, uh, 15 minute, half hour windows. They're incredibly expensive and they're trying to see as many people as possible and then, you know, like shoot them off to the relative specialists or if they possibly can treat them within their practice. I think it's unfair to ex expect GPs to be able to provide the counselling and the support required yeah, for someone with yeah. mental mental health issues. Yeah. But to but for us to go and us to go and see a psychiatrist is just it's not attainable for a lot of people. It's too expensive. Yeah. So there's a it's, it's, so I it's a real class struggle. I didn't want to, to like talk about the GPs. I just feel like it's insane no. that you put everything in the same bubble because mental illness is different. And um, mm. you have to like uh, have a lot of empathy for treat that because if I'm having anxiety and I'm having ta panic attack and I go there and I see the guy looks like he don't care about it, give me more anxiety, mm. right? Uh, yeah. If with the pill that you give me is not working, you can give me the double because it's not working at all maybe it's not the real the right one yeah you know yeah and yeah. you you treat it you're going to these people and it's like one i still do don't send me to a especially i don't care to wait i don't care how much it is maybe you don't know my situation either if i can pay mm. or not but i think mm. it's crazy that it's so hard to see an specialist it's so hard and yeah. it's like mental illness is like i under because the problem about medicine that you 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 know because you work in that too and i know because mm. i take shit when i was younger it was it was I take like for depression yeah. and everything so I know that some medicine can you make you feel really bad and can can work in the other way you know 
So it's, it's, mm. it's, it's really like, I don't say that it's their fault, but I say that mental issues is an issue. And should we be treated with really a lot of careful? Because yeah. like in my case, as an immigrant, everything is super more intense because you are yeah. always in this survivor mode, you know? Mm. You lose your job, you don't have anything else. You don't know anyone. You don't have your parents. Your friends mm. are people you just met here, you, yeah. you know? So it's like mm. everything is, is like in a struggle in some ways. So, so yeah, you can have a lot of anxiety and everything. You come to see a guy and the guy like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, give you a pillow. You're going to go to therapist and then you go to a therapist that they tell you, let it go, be positive. <laughs> and you are like, fuck me, I know. <laughs> you're going to look at you in the safe in the mirror. I'm going to tell you that you are strong. And I'm like, I know, oh my God, thank you. You fucking fixed me. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You fixed yeah. me. Have you, have you considered sitting peacefully <laughs> in a dark room and just let the feelings wash over you? Picture a stream and a leaf on the stream. <laughs> Place your problem on that leaf. Actually, your and watch your leaf drift away. Yeah, actually, your yeah. voice is amazing for ASMR. I I have ASMR. <gasps> I love it. You should be making ASMR now. I was falling to sleep. <laughs> so good. Actually, I was talking to a friend of mine. ASMR. I did this. I did this video on TikTok that was like um, how to flirt if you're a liberal, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like. Austerity. <laughs> <laughs> Welfare recipients living below the poverty line. <laughs> Deregulate unions. Girl, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you should be making your SMR videos, people. I think you will do it great. I like clicky and. No, I don't think I could actually do that in a serious way. Like, I would just be like, uh, like, if I was trying to do it seriously, I think I would like, there would be some severe I am, distress. I'm <laughs> such a widow because I have... I don't think I, I could live with myself. I have ASMR and I love it. I just obsess yeah, no, with ASMR perfect. because it calmed me down a lot for sleep, but my boyfriend yeah. hated because he yeah. listened. When I have the earphone and I put it really loud for sleep, and he's like, I can hear it! And you, because you can hear the people like... You know, shit like that. And he's like, I fucking... He's got to... Now he's living with earrings. Like he's all earphones to don't hear my shit ASMR. And I'm like, like I love ASMR. He's, he's drifting off to sleep and all of a sudden he hears... <laughs> and it's funny because anytime I try to show someone... The videos dreams. that I watch, people just laugh on the phone. Like, no one understands that I have ASMR. I love it. Like, everything is started. I like to see people cut soap. And then I, I saw videos of people squishing, like, squishy stuff. And, I, and my boyfriend was like, are you watching porn again? Because I was watching, watching, watching that shit all the time. Are you watching Don't you TV? shame me. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started to check ASMR. And I was, at the beginning, cringed me a lot. And I was like, wait, why I feel sleepy? And I just, like, start to hear ASMR. And you start to go deep it's... and deep in the ASMR. Like, you start with some yeah. of them. Like, they are like Do you know why you started feeling sleepy though? You know why you started feeling sleepy? Yeah. It's because your brain was like, this is fucking stupid, switching off. <laughs> no, not doing it. It's ridiculous. But it was. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> It's like, you're such, so weird. It's so, I'm so weird. I, it worked for me. So, look, I don't, dance up to the, but some of them are I don't much, mean though. to, I'm sorry to, sh to try and shame your, no, your relaxation no, I don't feel ashamed because I know it's fucking Good. weird and it's cringe as fuck, <laughs> but it helped me to sleep. So I don't yeah. care. Like, if it helped me yeah. to sleep, I, I will fucking hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that if I made yeah. me sleep, I take it. Like, I don't care what it will be. What it will be. But some things are really weird. Like it's it's people that is like to eat and like. <laughs> 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 and the other day was a little girl that was doing like, <laughs> like. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I feel guilty because sounds really weird. And it's a girl that I'm pretty feel uncomfortable <laughs> now. I I don't know. Maybe don't should we hear this little girl? It's weird. And then okay, here another person. So people say, welcome to my channel. <laughs> And I'm like, no, oh my God, it's so weird. I know. Don't, 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 look, don't judge me. Look, huh? I'm not, no judgment, no judgment. But I it's, judge you. <laughs> you judge me. Fuck you. Um, it's, 
is good. Huh? Look, each each to their own. There's way weirder things out there to sort of to you know. I, I it kind of makes me think of um I suppose like the toxic positivity movement. Yeah, do it. Which I don't think that they I don't think that they realize how toxic they're being when um everything is just everything's good, everything's great. Like you're allowed to criticise things. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it's really unhelpful. And I think sometimes things like Are You OK Day is, is, it can be quite toxic where people are forced to be, like if someone asks you Are You OK, it's kind of socially acceptable to say yes. Oh, yes. And Are You OK Day doesn't deal with the people who say no. Like what, what, what you go, Are You OK? No. Ah, oh, okay. and... <laughs> Take your cupcake. Bye. Yeah, here, have a cupcake. There's no benzos in it, so it's also shit. Plus, it'll probably give you diabetes. Bye. <laughs> um, That's good. Like, are you okay? No. Uh, awkward. Bye. <laughs> you know, like, yes. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Flicking through the brochure. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Someone call me. Oh, bye. Oh, oh, oh. I've got a call. <laughs> Your phone didn't ring. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <sighs> it's true. Awkward. Yeah, so what, what happened if you have all these women that they are uh, talk about positive, like, I know the message is beautiful, like love yourself. You're a beautiful woman. You're a strong. The the what you want to get, you can you can do it because your your own reality is their reality. So con create your own reality. You can do whatever you want in the world because you're strong. You're beautiful. You blah you blah. And then you hear you are depressed. You are chubby. You just eat trash food and watch Netflix. And you read that and you say, what the fuck is going on with me? What these people that can do and I can't. And, and you feel worse about yourself and you eat another part of chocolate. So it's not, <laughs> you know, in some ways can be really, really, really negative. And it doesn't happen like with the movement body positive. The body positive movement is being like super uh, strong the last time and the last Uh, years but it's in and south americans start to be some controversy about it because you have these women with perfect bodies called e hegemonic hegemonic means that when someone looks like a more ideal way to look right and usually is european caucasian like light skin tan any imperfection in their body imperfection in capital letters you know what i mean yeah. uh, so if you don't look that way you are you're you're You are not normal. When that people yeah. is just one kind of body, of course they, they have that bodies and they look great, but you have mm -hmm. hundreds of ways of different ways of bodies. Some skinnies, some fat, or the one with waist, or the one without waist, one with big boobs, or the one without boobs. And it's all, it's just bodies. All bodies look different. So this movement start to show really brave woman, women that start to pay, put photos on them in underwear, right? And uh, they start to say, this is my body. Even when they know that they're going to get a hundred horrible messages telling them, ah, oh, you just want to people, you're just telling people that be fat and be obese is okay, but that is unhealthy and all that kind of bullshit that they have to hear every day. And what is happening yeah. the last month in South America that's making a lot of controversy is you have this woman with these hegemonic bodies that start to put videos where they, they put like their perfect bodies and they start to fold that body the more that they can <laughs> to have a little, little, little roll, like a roll chiquitito, little, little, little. And then they squish their leg the more that they can for have a little little hole of cellulitis and they are like see i have this too and i love myself and the bitch live in a fucking mansion she look amazing you know she don't have any hair mm -hmm. in her body her body is completely tan you know and you're going to tell me like you have that imperfection so that means what that has cellulitis something bad You'd, yeah. you know and when i see that yeah. woman like i love myself even when i have a this little role it's like oh my god i have a role when i'm not even sitting imagine <laughs> How I feel when I see Babe, that bitch. I am a role. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. But that's the point. You know what I mean? Like, it's showing yeah. that that is something like, even with this role, I love myself. You know what I mean? That's the message. So imagine for the ones that we actually have a role. We feel like, fuck. Like, oops. Mm. <laughs> you know? So in the end, make you more anxious because you have this message that is being shared irresponsibly for people that have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, kids, youngers, and they just put their bodies there with any kind of context hashtag body positive hashtag low yourself and the bitches are white skinny and rich 
Well, and, and it's it's centering that Eurocentric version of beauty once again. Yeah. Um, and also kind of missing the point of body positivity. Exactly. And and I don't, look, I don't know. I think there is a personally like, and I'm you know apologies to 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 folk at home, but like I think there's a, there is a bit of a toxic culture in the body positive movement, especially when it centers on being beautiful. I I think being like big and beautiful or these these other statements that people make about their bodies, like I can have cellulite and be beautiful and attractive and I'm still worthy of love from a man. I'm just kind of like our bodies shouldn't be the things that define that. True. We, we mm-hmm. are worthy of love and affection and kindness irrespective of what our bodies look like. we Being big and beautiful is irrelevant in the context of self-acceptance and body positivity, but we seem to not be able to let go of that that patriarchal lens where we where we place our value and our worth on how attractive we are to other people. Yeah, yeah that's true. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, but that happened too for the same reason, because we have an ideal of beauty. Like If we don't have that yeah. idea, we will accept every kind of... Because, for example, even inside of the movement body positive, they have filters. Like, for example, is the woman, she can be obese, fat, but she have a pretty face that is, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. like a, a eurocentric or a, the other word that I, I just forgot. Homogen, homogen, homo, it's okay. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, hegemonic. Hegemonic, you know, like, oh, yeah. she's beautiful because a lot of them, like they are really fat, but they have a, a waist and big yeah. hips. So they still getting the way that, that it's like, that, and, uh, that annoys me too much. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's all right. She's still looking pretty, how you say, yeah. because it's still She's... having that ideal that no one actually yeah. have it because it's like, man, like, so that means that if I born and I have like, a, I don't know, like I born with a weird face or whatever or different or I have big something or little this or I born with three legs, I'm, I can be beautiful. It's not my fucking fault. And it's it's not where our worth should lay. Yeah. Like that's not, that's not a measure of our value. Yeah. <laughs> Our weight is not a measure of our value. There's a, I'm sure there's a hashtag. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> hashtag. Leah ideas. Always good, good ideas. <laughs> Oh, hashtag. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. As if there's not a pin board. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think we need to be looking more towards radical self-acceptance as opposed to, body, I mean, be body positive. That's great. But be genuinely body positive. Like health at any size is is something that we need to talk about. Like, I, I don't think that because someone is thin and you and white and Eurocentric that their that their bodies can't be positive. It's just the problem that we have in this culture where we do prioritise those voices and we centre those voices and those bodies are consistently seen as the ideal and as the pinnacle. And it kind of feels a little bit MRA-ish that they kind of have tried to co-opt the body positive movement to talk about, oh, I have a, I have a role too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look at me and yeah. they're trying to you recenter just, like, themselves. You the movement that is not from them, you know? Yeah. Like, you are not, like, I, that's why I, we understand that women that are skinny and they have that kind of bodies can have issues because every mm. woman, I think, have body issues because it's how the society makes us feel about our mm. bodies so we can consume and consume products in the market. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. But yeah. If you know that you have that body, if you're going to put the hashtag, put your story, explain why you are body positive, why every mm. woman should be loved herself. No, because even when I'm a model, when it was 50 kilos, I went to, for example, um, to a casting and they told me you had to lose 10 kilos. And that's why I started my anorexia, for example. Oh, no, mm. because when I was younger, anyway, in the school, my, my teachers or someone, I was a cheerleader and they told me that I was too heavy. And you know what I mean? Tell your story, actually, why is body positive? But don't use the hashtag because now you look the hashtag body positive and the 70% are skinny girls that they're rich and super big influencer. And you know they're just using the hashtag for have likes because it's a movement that starts to be really popular. And we are losing the, the point here. You know, that's my problem with it. Like we're losing the point. Not the girls that are doing it for the because the thing is, I feel that the self help when you read that book mm. that you help yourself is really in the like individ individualist. Mm. You know, yeah. so it's like yeah. I get better. I love myself. I can do whatever. I, I, I. If you want to fix, mm. and that's why I think feminism comes. We realize mm. that it's a the body positive is a political statement too, and we realize mm. that the problem is not that I don't love myself. The problem well, it is, but this is because you have a society that made you feel like that. You know, yeah. so what happened is you want I feel better by myself, but then. When I go to uh, the, the pharmacy, I have a wall. Oh, 
full of lotions with women's that don't have any wrinkle or they don't have cellulitis <laughs> promoting lotion for cellulitis and you are like why you are not showing even that why would it show about yeah. period in chile at least it's blue liquid it's no red why <laughs> you know what i mean like why yeah. why we have to understand that the the way to love ourselves is not too much about sit in the mirror and tell me every day I love myself. Yes, do it. It's amazing. But it's more deep than that. It's every day question what happened around you. It's every day understand that it's a social problem and trying to change it you know mm -hmm. because it's, it doesn't work if I only I feel myself but a hundred other women are bad with feeling bad with themselves because the society is not changing and that's the most important yeah. be a critic yeah. with what's happening around you yeah no, don't just accept this is happening ask why and how exactly yeah we, uh, look it's, it's like Bernays is like Freud's nephew or something and he's essentially the, the father of marketing um, he I think it was in World War Two. He was um, essentially one of the propaganda dudes who ran around and put posters all around Europe being like, the Americans are coming and they're going to, you know, you know, they're going to save you and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So when the Americans came, everyone took to the streets and like, Americans are awesome. Like, but like with French accents. Um, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is awesome. Or they're like, oh, maybe we, to the end. Merci beaucoup. I'm so sorry to French people. But French hate Americans though. No one likes Yeah, no, but they were, you know, that that's that's what Bernays did. Um and then when he got back to America and it was peacetime, he was just like, Oh, that propaganda really worked. <laughs> How can we um? How can we use propaganda in peacetime? And that's when he started marketing. But he was he was smart enough to know we can't call it propaganda because that's what the Nazis did. How can we do what the Nazis did, but like in a kosher way? And he just went, you know what? Let's call it public relations. <gasps> that's what I yeah. was about to study. I am a part of the patriarchy now. <laughs> you are part of the patriarchy. Um, so that's Bernays interesting. Was, Thank you for telling me the story. Actually. Continue, sorry, uh, sorry. So Fro I didn't know. No, 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 you're totally fine, totally fine. Bernays is Freud's nephew, so he actually borrowed a lot of stuff from psychoanalytics to incorporate it into marketing. And so there's a lot of, you know, aspirational stuff and what makes people happy and all this kind of bullshit. And it's just kind of like, I, yeah, men have got a lot to answer for when it comes to how messed up this society is because marketing creating and this is sorry this is like the long way of me getting into marketing essentially wanted just to sell us stuff so that they could make more money yes. so they created problems that didn't exist wrinkles cellulite fat rolls Back is rolls? your ironing flat enough are you a good enough housewife you'll be a better housewife if you have this fucking feather duster from the 50s <clears throat> yeah oh my god the little yeah, yeah. Under the pie with heels though because in the 50s You clean your house in heel. If not, you are no good woman. Yeah. That was the 50s. You know what else heels are really good for? What? Fuck? Piffing <laughs> at men. <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, there's, there's a lot. It's And it's still ingrained in society and culture today. Like the, the negative effects of that, of Bernays's, Bernays's, sounds like a source, of Bernays' marketing strategies, the ongoing effects of those are felt to this day. And it's, it's fucked. It's really, and it's messed up a lot of women. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. men, and like sort of you saw it more occurring with men, like with the, the birth of like the, the Calvin Klein ads, you know, like Marky Mark and all that kind of stuff. And suddenly men were starting to feel pressure to look a certain way and to, you know, have to have certain muscles. I personally, I don't know, I like a soft boy. I know this isn't a, not really what we're talking about, no, but like, yeah, like I, I, I don't like the idea of like, Hugging someone with excessive muscle. Yeah. It's like kind of like fucking a rock. Yeah, too hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like a soft boy. Yeah. I like a, I, you know, I, like, oh, I just I, punched the... I, I always say that I don't really mind anything because when you just don't... It's not about feelings, whatever, but... If you ask me, <laughs> you know what I mean? I will not say no. I don't want to lie. But but definitely, like, if it's my, my kind of thing, I, I don't really mind, like, muscles and shit. I don't, I don't really care because I like more soft. I'm really, like, you know, I'm super kind and I love hugs and things. Mm. So I need something soft and delicious. So, so I, I just I want to like hug this. Is an that... Are You OK Day cupcake. <laughs> No, send me because I want cupcake. No, because I'm not going to eat the cupcake. <laughs> just to eat the cupcake. I love them. 
Um, Chocolate, please. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I had a thought and then I forgot it. So just keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> the thing is to happen is we're talking about like appropriation. Like I feel like it's it's crazy when. But, but it's cool now because what I like now, everyone is so critic and is so open, more more like informed that they realize these kind of things. And for example, we start to realize in South America the appropriation or the movement of body positive, you know, mm-hmm. because people start to appropriate about it, you know, yeah. like this, this influencer, because I don't want to talk about skinny women, that talk, I want to talk about the rich, super famous influencer with hegemonic bodies. And start to mm-hmm. appropriate this movement only for get likes when they don't mm. understand the real issue when they don't really investigate when they don't understand it's, it's a political it's a political way to sh- to express things because in south america we talk about uh, el, the el cuerpo cuerpo means body but because in spanish the words and in, in masculine and feminine the cuerpo turns to cuerpa and that's how we talk about the, f- the female, the woman body. And we use our cuerpa, our body, not only for go to the, the rallies. We show our bodies, you know? Mm. Not all of them, of course. I, I will not do it. I don't feel comfortable with it. But I want the woman show their boobs and everything because it's like to break that. I'll show their body in general to break that yeah. idea that woman body is, is being like owns by patriarchy for so long, you know, and pornography and movies and everything just own our body, how we have to look, in which way the, mm. our book passed from being a way that we feed our babies to be something that is erotic. So men mm. don't have any problem, men don't have any problem to work on the street with our teacher, but we can't do the same, you know, mm. because it's sexualized. Yeah. So yes. that's why the, the body is a political statement. And when you have people that is using that political statement that woman take, for example, for, I remind myself, the badass that I have to be to pull underwear and take a photo of myself and put in Instagram, that's so badass because I will not do it. I, I can't, you know? But you have yeah. these women that are brave enough to put this, th- their bodies in Instagram, to make a political statement and take all the shit that they're going to get for show their bodies. And then you have this other woman's rich, hegemonic and they don't don't fucking know what it's about and they just put that hashtag that's not yeah. fair you know no, no. that's why it's um, an appropriation of the movement how, how yeah. many things that happen appropriation everywhere like you always can be supported but you have to explain what you have to put a context you know and they just put a hashtag and that's it with their six-pack are you kidding me no it's just it's not it's not what it is the body positive it's not what it is you know yeah, I mean, it. it's also hard because I feel like women get criticised for everything and so much, but also, like, could you not, like, just don't? Because even I do recognise that there are a lot of women who get shamed for being thin, especially after sort of, like, Kim Kardashian having a butt and, like, sort of the, you know, that sort of, like, women with big butts being, like, hypersexualized and stuff and, like, smaller women who in smaller bodies who have smaller butts are like, oh, what about, like, no one thinks I'm attractive anymore. But it all circles back to we are more than bodies. We are more than sexual objects for men and for patriarchy. We are, our value isn't this. And I just, I think there's a lot of internalised yeah. misogyny that needs yeah. to be unlearned. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, that's yeah. the body positive. It's not about to be fat or be like this. It's about, like, all the bodies Mm. But if you're going to take it when you have mm. not that issue, like you look at least how people accept and you have 200 followers, 200,000 followers, at least put a context. What happened to you? Why you feel, why you talking about body positive? Yeah. Why you put in there? Like, what was your issue? You know, because if not, it's like other one yeah. that was an Argentina and one Mexican was like the typical rich, super rich, um, uh, was it an influencer that she make like yoga? classes and meditation and shit and health healthy life and everything and she started okay a smile a smile to the camera camera please do it with me let it go forget forget if he hurt you he'd hit you forgive him forgive him i know it's, it's like <gasps> don't stay with that bad feelings in your heart forget and it's like are you serious are you stupid 
are you stupid? But do you know oh, what I mean? It's God. people like that in social media with 300, yeah. 400,000 followers say that trash with their mansions in the back telling you, forget him. If he screamed oh, to you, if he's mean to you, let it go. You know, it's what the heck? <laughs> I Is know. she okay? Um, no, I, I feel like she's potentially being really yeah. badly abused herself. She and deal with it. This is how she, yeah, and which is time, terrifying that she's also having that ongoing have, effect on other survivors and other victims. You know, social media, don't you, if you have so many followers, you have a responsibility, dude. And it's so many people. Like, yeah. social media can be a place when you can actually miss under, like, the influencers are so obsessed with be famous and have fucking money that they just take whatever they can't to yeah. say bullshit and they don't realize that they can really mm. fuck it up and these kind of people is so many to mm. this not it's, it's, it's a lot of people that are like oh my god every day something bad happened but we have to still stronger like me that i lost my phone in the boat the other day my iphone and no joking and she was talking seriously <laughs> that's another one and it's like omg yeah. it's like in the kardashian kim is people dying in the world like Oof. kind of like that like you serious you know mm. it's 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 just responsibility yeah it's more of an influencer topic though because i of course i understand that there are women are skinny and have issues with their own, own body like i understand of course that's why you have anorexia they are like mm. skinny as f- sick people they are Oh. so skinny and they are still feeling bad with their self. Yeah. I can understand because like how you don't see it but it's a fucking illness yeah. so yet it happened. Well, yeah. yeah, so anorexia particularly like all yeah. with with eating disorders in general it, it's it's a lot deeper than just a, a big exactly. part of it is how they believe that they look but it's, there's also mm-hmm. aspects of control and and telling themselves there's perfectionist trait. It's one of the most complicated mental health issues that I've ever worked with and I consider I consider the the young women that I've had an impact on their lives, I consider that to be quite a privilege to have, like, sort of helped them through such a a difficult time because it's very rarely just about the food. The food is a challenge, but they've got these voices in their heads, like almost like intrusive thoughts or auditory hallucinations or something like that, like telling them that they're disgusting, that there's something wrong with them. If they eat that, then they're, you know, I'm not going to go over because I don't want to trigger anyone, but there's there's a lot of the things that their eating disorder says to them is you couldn't you I wouldn't be able to handle having anyone say that to to me without like yeah, yeah. you know like getting up and leaving but it's it's inside their heads like there's there's no escape so obviously when you're hearing these things over and over you yeah. you mm-hmm. have a tendency to believe that it's true and then if you've got a history of trauma or abuse or maladaption or attachment issues or there's you know maybe your parents are separated or there's something else going on and it's just it's and then you've got society and culture telling you that you're supposed to look a certain way in order to be happy. You know, you're not going to... How are you supposed to have a relationship with someone unless you look oh my God, perfect, yes, you act I perfect, that. and you are perfect? Yeah, because I, I always have problems yeah. with my weight. Yeah. Like from, but from little, like from little, me, my, mm. my mom started to bring me to the doctor to lose weight, and I was like eight. Mm. And I wasn't an obese kid. No. Yeah, but wow. for some people, be fat, no. some families... It's not acceptable, you know. And um, for the same reason, yeah. all my life, I thought that my fails were because I was fat. Because I, you know, because if I mm. was fat, I was stupid and I wasn't pretty. So that's what I can have a boyfriend. That's what I can get mm. a job. That's what I can do this, this, everything. I, I just have like the problem with the food in the other side. But I understand that in some ways that how affect you like. It's more deep mm. than just be skinny or be fat, you know. It's because when I lose a lot of weight, mm. I haven't yeah. been diets that it's been like eating nothing. And it, the only sugar that I consume was strawberries and carrots uh, i lost like almost 30 kilos and it was so skinny and everyone oh you look uh-huh. amazing you look amazing but i never feel yeah. pretty anyway i never felt no. skinny no. anyway no. because i was it's more it's more it's yeah. more you know that's why you can't be an asshole and opinionate mm. about the other people's bodies because you don't know why that people is coming through with their own bodies and their story how you say mm. in case of the anorexia too or the problem mm. with obesity and other disorders and then that you have with like the food you know it's more than that it's not like you oh you just mm. add lazy and you just want to eat burgers no look 
it's like a, it's something more deep that makes no. you have this issue with the food, the kind of food you have and everything, you know? So mm. talk about people's weight and mm. bodies. It's horrible because you don't know the context, especially when you talk about the weight of the people, the weight, you know? Mm. Ah, you're just healthy. Why you don't go to the gym? Mm. Maybe you fucking have depression and you can't leave your bed, mm. dude. Like some people get depression, don't eat. Some people get depression, eat. And you fucking tell them and go to the gym, you're fucking lazy. You seriously, people like, it's so easy to talk about yeah. the other one like that. No. Yeah. It's um yeah. it's incredibly ableist and classist to just assume that people yeah. can just <laughs> pack up and go to the gym or just change their just change yes. their diet. Like especially when you look at the cost in some communities yes. of yes. fresh yes. fresh food. Like um I know in some uh, remote areas in Australia like it's just an, an abomination how much fresh fresh fruit and vegetables cost. So all Pasta, people can actually rice. afford is, you know, biscuits, pasta, yeah, like like food that, you know, if you have it every now and then, it's totally fine. But if that's all you can afford, fast food, like McDonald's, things like that, you've got families that are working in low-paying jobs, long, hard hours. They get home from work. They're too tired to cook. They haven't been to the supermarket. They order in a pizza because it feeds everyone. Everyone likes it. No one's going to fight about their vegetables. People are just going to eat it. Everyone goes to bed and it's okay. Like the children have been fed. Whereas if you were to like, you know, go to the supermarket, you buy the vegetables, you you cook the vegetables, you try and feed the kids vegetables, you have to fight with the kids to get them to eat their vegetables. They eventually eat their vegetables, but by this stage you're so fucking exhausted. Just like, I wish I had just got pizza. Like, that's the reality of a lot of families in this country, especially when, yeah, I mean, I'm just about to go randomly off topic just for a brief moment, but that's why it's so unimportant. It's so important that we have unions like the Unemployed Workers Union of Australia because they fight for the rights of unemployed people, which is actually a protection. It stops people being forced into low, low paying, um, low paying jobs in precarious positions, reducing, hopefully reducing the likelihood of casualised labour, um, making sure that people enter the workplace with proper protections in place. They're not forced into work because um, because the Centrelink is so low and that, that kind of stuff. So it's really important that when we talk about workers' rights and healthy, nutritious food, it, it's it's a system that no, we need I to... Understand. It's, it's, I don't know you if know, I've explained this very it's, well. It's, super, but, it's the same in Chile. <laughs> yeah. Like, act, in Chile, our problem too yeah. is Chile is racist, but the biggest issue is classist. Classist, so, so, classist yeah. Yeah. So, same here. Uh, <laughs> of course, people that have less research same, and same. have less money and everything, they eat the most cheap things that they can, bread, rice, spaghetti, fast food, a bag of chips. These are cheaper things that they can get. Yeah. And yeah. And also they don't perish. So you can you can buy them and you can put them in the cupboard. Whereas if you buy vegetables, exactly. that they might go off in a couple of days, exactly. which is a waste of money for some people. And in Chile, that had to be a lot for yeah. the same. So you, if you are like want to look mm. or be high class, you can be fat. For the same reason. You know what I mean? You can't look yeah. fat. So I remember one time someone, I will not say who, I don't think she listened to it anyway, but she told me that she went to a doctor and she was, because this is an issue like really big in some families, like really, really big. This, you sit in the table, the only mm. thing that they talk about is weight of the other person. It's only that you talk about. They don't care nothing, oh, wow. nothing else. Wow. You can go you sometimes make people and it's like, she's so pretty, she's so smart, but she's so fat. Poor, she's so fat. And she's so pretty. Like that. Like that. Yeah. That was my day day. Yeah. Yeah. I I still get that. If only, you know, you, if you just lost a bit of weight, you'd be so beautiful. They told just me like, one I time that in New Zealand, I was dressing in a black dress <laughs> and look amazing. And I get come and say, yeah. Daniela, your body is amazing. You are so beautiful. Like if you wait a little bit more weight, you will look perfect. And it was like, no one fucking ask you about my weight. No one. Yeah. Don't talk about my body. Don't talk about right. my body. But anyway, no. my, this person I know went yeah. to the doctor. Yeah. And the doctor uh, told her like, uh, so how do you want to look? Rich or poor? Would you like to like work in this on this? And she was like, no, <gasps> work in this. Well, you have to be skinny then. Of course. That's why people is skinny, they say. You're going to these beaches because we, in Chile we divide even in beach. The beach, you don't share the same beaches, you know? People like separate for beaches. They don't like to share. So you go into the rich beach, everyone is skinny there. No, no, it's like, it's crazy. Chile, people, you don't know. 
white people, there is other thing, my darling. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's real, like a doctor do a doctor. Oh, can hell. No, yeah. No, he's an asshole. Yeah, a medical though. professional. No, the doctor is like that. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, no, he sounds like an asshole. Like one cunt. time I have like oh, I okay. got plastic surgery when I was eighteen and I fixed my boobs. You know, I make them smaller and I put it up because they were really big and heavy. And then I got, I had super bad luck and I got an mm -hmm. infection in the right one. That happened one in 1,000 people, I got it. And I went to the doctor and he was, mm -hmm. because it was an emergency and I come other doctor surgery with him and she came to squish my boob. And she, when she was doing that and I was in pain with fever and everything, she was start to talk about my weight. Like, why you think about to lose weight? That happened because you're too big. You should be eating healthier. And she was just talking about my weight. Like that, when I was like in a hospital scared mm -hmm. for a, my boob problem, you talk about my weight. And I was not even the most fat in my life. I, it yeah. was like 20 kilos less than now. Imagine that shit. Like, I was like, dude. And no one did nothing. No one did nothing. My mom yeah. was there. My mom was just quiet there. And then she told me, oh, she was rude. And like, yeah, fuck. Thank you for saying something. I just told her, like, can you leave me alone? I told her, like, can you just mm -hmm. leave? Leave. I want to see my doctor, you know? But... Yeah, yeah, because fair. I, but I, I had yeah, to explode awesome. really aggressively, awesome. like, can you fucking leave, you know, because it was insane. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's like, even the doctors are like, yeah, that with your own body, how are you ever going to, when no one told you, then yeah, you are beautiful, you are like, you tell me that because you love me, you know, no, because I'm pretty, you know. <laughs> mm. I don't know, like, with Isabel, I've sort of told her from a very young age that she, even though she is, like, in my opinion, yeah. very she's an attractive kid. I've I've told her from a very young age that your That's how we best, look though. does not define our worth. And she is such I don't know, like I I mean obviously there's some bias, but also I'm absolutely correct I when I say it. she's the best child on the yes. planet and she will yes. rule the world one day. She's incredible. Yeah, no. Yeah, I finally got her to stop yelling a cab at cops, which is you know <laughs> an achievement. Perfect. <laughs> But only because, like I said to her, okay, so you're saying ACAB, what does that mean? And she doesn't know. So I'm like, well, you can't say it until you tell me. Once she can tell me what it means and, like, the 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 rationale behind saying ACAB, then she can do what she wants. But yeah. un until then, I'm just like, please don't say that. She's just seen she's seen it on some posters. And, like, I used to have a key, a key ring that just said ACAB on it. I got it from Cracks Appearing Distro. If anyone wants their anarchist, <laughs> anti-fascist stuff, that's a good place to get to get some yeah yeah shout out to cracks appearing but no oh hang on we're talking about body positivity <laughs> not a cab um, <laughs> but like I, I think a big part of radical self-acceptance which is what yeah. I prefer over body body positivity because yeah. body positivity has been co-opted um we have to start young we have to start very young and it, it's so that we're not rather than like being like oh look at these beautiful princesses I'm just like Look! Look at these princesses. A princess is an actual job. They have responsibilities to the country. They have responsibilities to charities. They yeah. do a lot of work. They work very hard. Being well, a princess is not just sitting around in a dress and getting your makeup done. And and then and she's just like, okay. And then I'm just like, and also, if you're gonna like put insert yourself into the monarchy, be the queen. Don't settle for princess. Like rule the country, okay? Like don't settle. And yeah, and then I, and then she's like, well, "What does a queen do?" I'm just like, "This, this, and this." She's like, "Oh, I might <laughs> I'm play going Lego." To, the other one that he likes in the computer, <laughs> Minecraft. I go for my Minecraft. Oh, she yeah, she likes Minecraft. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I think that what you say is true. Like it's like the goal. I think they would just stop to think about how people looks too much and care what the people is as mm. a human being. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. That that it shouldn't yeah. be like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we are attracted to people, and that's we have preferences for who and what we're yeah. attracted what we're attracted to. Um, I was just going to say that, like, if um people want to know more about um radical self acceptance, yeah, that will just it. pop a link in the in the I show notes so that they can read actually. about it a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it's 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 an ongoing uneasy and uncomfortable uh process like i'm i i would not say that i have absolute you know self-acceptance i'm you know i'm dealing with it i'm unlearning 
a lot of misogyny and a lot of um, you know patriarchal beliefs about myself and my body. Um, yeah, yeah, it's but, a know, process. That in the end, that's what we try to say. Like, you will not love yourself <laughs> because someone gave you a sentence. Be critic out. Be a critic around you. Yeah. Understand what is a patriarchy. Understand what the things are like that. Why you can feel beautiful. What made that happen you know and uh, maybe after that maybe yeah. you will start to feel better with yourself because it's hard to love yourself when everyone around you say another thing not about you you know in general like mm. marketing instagram facebook so it's a process but if you're clear that that is why yeah. it's making you feel bad you will start to feel a little bit better at least And I, I believe in that. And yeah, it's, it's a struggle with the body, but be kind, don't be an asshole and don't talk about the people, other people's body. Would you like to add something else today, my dear? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I, just, I, I kind of just feel like ragging out on all the people that have said that I am... Um, you know, that I carry my weight well or, you know, that I'm oh pretty God, for a yes, fat I'm girl. You know? yeah, when I was preparing this one, because yeah. we talk about the same topic in my podcast in Spanish... <laughs> Because it's in the moment too in your okay, cool. in South America it's like everyone is talking about this. So when I was making my research, I have like a trigger. I feel like Ugh. it was like I start to remember things from my childhood and everything. So definitely uh, triggers, but in the same time, after I did it, we have the podcast we talk with these girls that they are feminists too. And then with you two, that always show you in the end that society It's the problem. I know your body. And like, why? It's, it's just so mm. many things that have to change, you know? Just be kind. Be yeah. kind. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. We look great, though. My makeup <sighs> is fantastic today. Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, look, and I, I feel like that's okay. Oh, yeah. Like, it's I, okay I, to I want to look nice. My makeup. I love makeup. Like, yeah. I have pink today and turkey. Oh, I my know. God. That, oh, I love God, makeup. that looks amazing. I love it. Yeah, no, that's incredible. I am very much a, 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 of the school of like you put it in your hands and you rub your hands together and then you then you move it around your face you and then your it. face is a different color and then you yeah I'm just like I I I have I have skin now that's all the one color. I have skin. It's just one color now. I am um, good job. It's, it's the one as opposed to the. The rosacea. You look great, girl. You have the best eyebrows. I always tell you. Ah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really funny, though, like the things that com people compliment me on about my body and my appearance versus how I was treated in school. Like my fat ass in high school was like mocked yeah. mercilessly. Mercilessly? Mer merciless. Yeah, anyway, you know what I mean. And, um, Like, I was teased about, like, having big lips and massive oh eyebrows. And now everyone's just like, I would pay so much money to have your butt lips. and your I know. eyebrows. I pay for your... my lips. <laughs> I, where, I pay for this you... one. <laughs> It's so funny. People are like, oh, who does your eyebrows? And I'm like, <laughs> my, DNA. my body does. Like, <laughs> they grow like this. And But you see no that stopping them. How this is like, yeah. some shit. It's, because if they throw you with something that is in fashion, yeah. so now we can accept it. And then maybe later it's going to be bad, you know? Like, it's just, uh, it's bullshit, everything. Like, yeah. me as a fashion yeah. designer, I can tell you, yeah. body, so the fashion, always change. Always, always. It's been, of course, change forever. Before was, anyway, like, fashion was like, you dress the same, like, for a hundred years or 200, 200, like, the same fashion, like, the same trend, I mean. Mm -hmm. But one thing changed, too, always yeah. is the woman body. No, it's because it changed. It's what, how uh, the female mm. body had to look. Because males pretty much always are the same shit. The only thing that was a little bit different mm. was in the time of um, Victorians, like the Rococo movement and everything. Maria Antonia, for example, you can think they were, they were heels mm -hmm. and makeup. But that will be always mm. the same. Mm. But for females, it's like you have to be chubby. You don't have to be chubby. You have to be really white. Now you have to look tan. Now you have to wag your teeth in your neck, like so much in the top. Now you don't have to have boobs. Now you wear a, a you cinch yourself until you can breathe. Then you have to, I don't know, have like a like a male 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 shape, whatever. Like always designing our bodies and silhouette. Mm -hmm. So. Just now, I will say, just now, we start to uh, recognize that 
we been we don't own for long time our own bodies. We do. We we should be, but not really. Mm. So that's why it's a process that mm. would take a while, mm. but at least we realize about it. Yeah. Do you know what is behind all of those different body shapes and skin tones class? and like those sort of fashions at the time? Yeah, it is. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Because it's, it's before, all about for wealth. example, yeah. like if you were chubby, it's okay because mean that you have food. But then you have the little, little waist because you have the money for where the clothes that make you the little waist because you only have to look different to the worker and the poor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even today, like um, where obesity yeah. is, a, is a symbol of poverty and because uh, if you can afford, you know, to buy your organic groceries and go to the gym and you can take time off to go to the gym and you can have someone look after your children so that you can do all these things, you know. Yes. So yeah, see this everything about context. Yeah. It's just context. It's just that's why we talk about question. Mm. It's just like think a little bit. Why rich people look like did and poor people look mm. like did? It's because they want to know people. It's a context, it's a why for everything. Mm. There's that that meme that's like, sorry, I always talk about meme, but there's that meme that's just like, what's something that you would, that's um, that's unacceptable if you're poor, but classy if you're rich. Do you know what I mean? And it's stuff like being fat or um, like <laughs> drinking wine, like, do you know, that kind of thing. Like it, eating cheese and wine, is that, is that, that's yeah. going to the pub with your kids is, Why? is Why? a big one, I think. Welcome you know? to the- like uh, going to the pub with your kids like if you're poor and you take your kids to the pub that's a bit uh but like you know if i took isabel to like northcote social club it's just like oh look at this cute little white child you know i think the mps there's a couple of mps that are sort of calling for some changes to be made i don't know if those changes are being made but i think we we definitely need to keep putting pressure on the government about this we can't just forget <laughs> it, it and so let it happen it's huge. oh my god it's so big sorry kitty 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 <laughs> uh i hate cats <laughs> i actually really they don't are. like cats at all i think cats are fascists but well, I, yeah, I love I other they people's are, cats yeah well, we can have an episode a whole episode about how fascist are the cats Ghost is a real fact. Yeah, no, there's, there's, don't worry, I've got, like, friends who make fun of me for being like, yeah, if cats are so fascist, <laughs> how come you don't see any police cats? I'm just like, those dogs are being abused and you're just, like, using them to make a point. You disgust me. As if that poor woofer wants to go and do that. Like, it's in a position of it's being controlled by the state, you bastards. Fucking hell, it's like, yeah, we no, yeah, like we probably wouldn't like want to do any more than that about it because it gets a bit fashion. tiresome. I don't know, because they will not move to do nothing. They will just use you to get what they want. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a centrist, Because they actually. will not be a police. They will not run. They don't want to. They just want to do the other ones do their job for them. I'm just, I'm only going to do what suits me and what works for me. And, so um, that's my cat. Yeah, individualists, he's, yeah. I love Little him. Fashy. He's an asshole. Little fashy, him. yeah. <laughs> such a jerk, though. Man, like, sometimes, like, I know you want to pat you, and then uh, he just bite me and, like, leave me alone. And, like, you know, like, he can't do it nicely. He had to yeah. be an asshole. Like, meh, meh. Also, that he's sleeping next to me, and I want to touch him, and yeah. I touch him. He look at me, and he leave to sleep in another room. It's like, what's such an asshole? <laughs> 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 he's such an asshole. But I love him. I, I was having some myself. friends. And their yeah, and their cats are just amazingly weird. One's one's deaf, so he's just like all of a sudden like you walk into the room, and if his back is to you, he won't know you're there. You walk into the room, and all of a sudden he's just like fucking what? Where did you come from? <laughs> what? <laughs> so amazing and such an asshole, yeah. but in the most gorgeous way. Just like it's like yeah, he's so cute when he looks yeah, at you. It's just like could so you get fucked? Evil. Gorgeous. Yeah, but also cats. gorgeous. Well, yeah. After this conversation yeah. that we uh, we have amazing so deep and we finished <laughs> talking about cats that I think is an amazing topic. You let us know if you like we make an special about pets. I think we should. <laughs> okay. I want to make a campaign. Hashtag bring, no. bring hamsters to Australia. <laughs> My boyfriend is like super against it. I'm like, why do you don't have hamsters? I know the environment. 
You don't have hamsters. We don't have hamsters. What kind of country is without a hamster? But it's the environment. I understand. But hashtag bring <laughs> hamster to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's what's wrong with this country is we don't have hamsters. Hamster, hamster eat their own baby. We probably could do it. We it's probably, real. we actually probably, oh my gosh. videos like my mom eating their, their bald baby. We could actually do an episode on how um, pets were introduced to Australia and how livestock was introduced to Australia and how it's actually yeah, fucked I know. up. My boyfriend say, tell me always the same, but I say, have you seen a hamster? What they can do it will not survive outside. Two minutes, it will be eaten by a snake <laughs> or a spider. I don't know what the fuck you have here in Australia. Whatever you have, you will eat it. It's Australia, like, I don't know. It's a hamster, but yeah, I know you can bring them, but I will like it. <laughs> have you seen a hamster? Like, they're really like, eh, eh, eh. they're no, chubby and slow. Like, it <laughs> I, I I was talking more in the context of yeah, colonization as opposed to like your hamster getting eaten. I know, but you know, I'm a dummy. I like hamster. Oh, my Okay, hashtag bring hamster to Australia. All right. Yay. Okay, Thank you so good. much for hearing us today. <laughs> it, I, it, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for hearing us today. I can't concentrate. So take care, guys. It was Daniela speaking. I'm a dear friend. It's Leah. Um, please do, <laughs> don't, don't worry about the hamster thing, but if you could... <laughs> Maybe like chuck us a follow or share us to your friends or if there's any feedback yes. because we are both still in a state of unlearning. So if we fuck something up and we've offended someone, please let us know. And, so and that remember that the campaign Let Us Speak time. is still in. So <laughs> hashtag Let Us Speak. Let's go yeah. to work together for protect and give freedom actually to the survivors in, Aust in Australia and Victoria. So thank you so much mm. and free the hamster. Bye. Fuck the hamsters.